John Murtha with Power 89.1 FM Radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. I'm in the station today with our station engineer, Wanda Ewing. Good morning, Wanda. Good morning. And my good friend and associate, David Abud. David, welcome. Good to be here, John. And good to have everybody that's tuned in this morning, both here and live streaming. Our phone number here, if you'd like to call in, you might have a question or a comment, is 440-399-3044. Once again, that's and jobs and everything else, so thank God we're all back uh, safely again. Right. We shouldn't take those things for granted. No. Uh, no. Thou knowest not what a day might bring forth. Yeah. Psalm 91. But, you know, we're, we were talking, David. Uh, yeah. You were actually bringing up the topic this week of the uncertainty of the times we live in. Yes. We, yeah. You want to expand on that? Yeah, sure. I, I think that's going to go right into the show intro today. Yeah, so as we started to talk this week about what we wanted to do when we came back, um, you know, the obvious thing for me is, uh, you know, we've been watching everything going on in the world today, and we mm-hmm. still see the continuation of ISIS. Mm-hmm. We also see the uh, Korean crisis mm-hmm. currently now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, as we start to look around, we see a lot of people that are um, concerned not only for, you know, the future. Uh, some people I've heard say that it's really futile. You know, why follow the Lord? What is he doing mm-hmm. in your life? Uh, you know, if there's a God, why is all this happening? Can he make himself visible? And so I, I think uh, I thought it was important that we, about, uh, you know, when folks are lost, when they're going down a path, uh, as Christians, when we take the Lord as our um, God and Savior, we have to be on a straight and narrow path. We brought this up a few weeks ago. We have to be kind of that crutch that people can lean on, even during these times. And so in the spirit of that, I thought we would discuss the parables. Yeah, that's a good introduction. And then to, to your point, David, uh, we do live in uncertain times. But, you know, it's always been uncertain times. Yeah, sure. If you look at the early church, uh, yeah. the early church in the first century was in a Greco-Roman world that there was tremendous amounts of... Uh, Warfare, superstition, servanthood, slavery, uh, torture, uh, uh, forces of darkness, the occult. It was not a not a good time. Uh, but Jesus, uh, he, the first the message of Christmas is fear not, is what the angels say. Right. And when Jesus' resurrection, when he goes before his uh, disciples, he says, fear not. And the idea being that in uncertain times, you have to get which that which is certain. Yeah. When right. everything is changing around you, get with that which does not change little bit this morning as we get into the word of god but in matthew 24 it's called the olivet discourse but jesus goes through this long description of uh depending on your interpretation the end of the age the consummation of the age but you see all kinds of conflict and disaster and all kinds of things coming upon planet earth but he says something very interesting in verse 35 um uh, 34 and 35, if you, whoever like to read that. Okay. But he says something very interesting within the middle. All these changes and catastrophes. Okay. What does he say there? Verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things are full, be fulfilled. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. So here he's shown the transitory nature of this planet, this earth, our mm-hmm. civilizations, you know, mm-hmm. things we build and whatnot. Right. But he's saying God's word. He doesn't even say God's word. He says, but my words. Uh-huh. Here's Jesus. This is a equality with deity mm-hmm. because the uh, Jewish people knew when God spoke, that was his eternal word. Mm-hmm. But he's saying here, everything around you is changing. 
but my word doesn't change. Therefore, if you don't want to swing up and down with the world in terms of fears, anxiety, get with that which doesn't change. Well, we do know one thing is God. Yes. That's why he's called the great I am. No past, no future, just the great I am. Jesus said, it says in Hebrews, Jesus Christ is what? The same yesterday, today, today and forever. And forever. And forever. Right. So as we get into the parables of the word of God, I just want to look for a moment at the permanent nature of God's word. I want us if we can turn to Psalm 119. Psalm 119 and verse uh, uh, verse 89. Psalm 119 is the longest chapter actually in the Bible and it's all focusing on the word of God. It's very interesting how it's structured because it uses the alphabet of the Hebrew uh, uh, alphabet to introduce each chap- each uh, stanzas here. But notice uh, Psalm 119, uh-huh. verse 89. Okay. What does it say? Forever, O Lord, thy word is settled in heaven. Now, does that similar to what Jesus just said? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Forever, O Lord, your word. Mm-hmm. Jesus just yes. says my word. So yes. you see this, this equality. Mm-hmm. He says, forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. So the idea being here, of course, is things are changing on this earth. Things have changed within the span of a week or a month or a year or a thousand years. But God's word is a permanence to yeah. it. That's why yeah. they equate it to a rock or a mountain. Mm-hmm. So here we see, forever or war. Now come down one stanza okay. from, and then he says, your faithfulness endures to what? All, all, all generations. generations. Yeah. Now you notice it's coming down from heaven, down towards the earth to all generations. Mm-hmm. You establish the earth and it abides. And then he comes from forever to all generations to verse 91 says what? They continue this day. To this day. Yeah. Now he's bringing it down. He's mm-hmm. ratcheting it down mm-hmm. to this day uh, for all of your servants. Mm-hmm. You see, eternally mm-hmm. in heaven to all generations, then this day. But look at verse 92. This is the operative verse here. Unless thy law had been my delights, I should then have perished in mine affliction. Now it's personal. Right. Wow. Right. Eternally in heaven to all generations, down to the earth for all your servants. But right now, mm-hmm. in my situation, mm-hmm. I can cling to this eternal, unchanging Word of God. Mm-hmm. Isn't it amazing yes. Yes. To, to know that this Word is my Word? Yeah. You know, for today, who needs comfort? Who needs edification? Yeah. Who needs, incur- who needs mm-hmm. conviction? Who yeah. needs- it's in the Word of God. Amen. Right? And that's what we want to look at today is the fact. And one of the things I've been praying about is actually changing the titling of our show to uh, God's Unchanging Word in a Changing World. Because yeah. the, the, the problems that are beset us today and the circumstances, mm-hmm. it's craziness That's to some. Right. You know, I'm just saying. Always get back to the Word of God. There's a sense of stability and permanence. Okay, yes. He's never going to leave us nor forsake us. Yes. He is going to accomplish. He's going to build His church. The gates of hell should not prevail against it. Greater is He that's in you. That we got all these things to take to the bank, so to speak, yeah. to build our faith and strength. Because believe me. We don't know what tomorrow holds, yes, but if right. things get a little, you know, economic or war or whatever might happen, people will be looking for mm-hmm. where's the answer? Right. Who's got peace in yeah. the times of trouble? Yeah. Who's got joy in difficult times? Right. If we are the people of God and we are grounded in God's word, we should be able to offer an answer. Yeah. So let's go to it, mm-hmm. David. You mentioned sure. you wanted to look at the, go on, you can intro the parable. Right. Yeah. So we're in Luke 15, okay. the parable of the lost sheep. John, how far do you want me to go down? Just read the parable well, of the sheep um, the parable yeah, of the lost Let's set it up first. What's going on sure. here is, um, if you notice in chapter 15, of course we've been doing the parables. We right. haven't gotten to this 
this mm -hmm. trilogy, these three, in, mm -hmm. in high detail yet. But um, Jesus, we know, it's, it's declared in the Old Testament that when Messiah come, he would open up riddles or dark sayings, it's yes. called. It, it, mm -hmm. Mysteries. He unlocks it. That's why I always say, you know, Jesus is not only the light of the world, he's the light of the word. Yes. See, that's why when Jesus comes, he sheds light uh, on uh, the serpent being lifted up in the wilderness. Well, it didn't make sense. You know, they're all being bit. Moses is instructed by God, make a serpent, put it on a pole, lift it up. Everybody that looks at it will live. Mm -hmm. Well, when Jesus says, so too the Son of Man must be lifted up as Moses, he gives light or he interprets that and gives full meaning. See, Jesus gives full meaning yes. to the Word of God. Uh, we need, we, we definitely need Him. But uh, that's the beauty of when we study God's Word. Mm -hmm. So when you look at this parable, it says, Then all the tax collectors and sinners drew near to Him, to hear Him. Mm -hmm. And the Pharisees and the scribes complained, mm -hmm. saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. Yeah. Now this is a very important point. Okay. Number one, Jesus yeah. attracts sinners. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. It's the self-righteous that don't want to come near them. Yeah. You see? And this is the way our life, we should live a separated <clears throat> life, but we should be able to reach out to those that are hurting amongst yes. us. And attract see, them. And not be touched by sin. Yes. See, always remember this. Jesus touched the leper, yes. but he did not get leprosy. <laughs> right. We should be able to reach out to sinners. Mm -hmm. Maybe a brother-in-law is an alcohol. Maybe this is this. or Reach out to sinners, but not be partakers of their sin. You understand this principle? Yes. So there, but these guys have this self-righteous thing going. But what really angers them the most? I think in that little verse, what really angers them that Jesus is doing? Well, he's he's uh, he's with tax collectors he's and with sinners. Them. Yeah, he's invited them. He has dinner with them. That's the key. Yeah. See, in the Middle Eastern culture at this time, it was one thing to associate or to befriend right. a sinner, a tax collector, mm -hmm. a harlot, whatever. Mm -hmm. But when you went into the home and ate with them, mm -hmm. uh, that is a very close uh, fellowship uh, uh, yeah. that we don't fully understand in our fast food society no. culture today. I mean, 90% yeah. of families, I doubt, have the old-style family mm -hmm. dinner every night. I yeah. don't know. But the idea that he would go in, that's why Jesus will say in, in Revelation chapter 3, he mm -hmm. says, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and... Sup with him. Sup with him. Wow. Deep fellowship. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. A conversation. Yeah. Okay. Now, why don't you read that, David, and, and continue this first parable. Yes. Um, but the Pharisees and the teachers of the law muttered, This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. Then Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you is a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the ninety-nine in open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. Then he calls friends and neighbors together and says, Rejoice with me, I have found my lost sheep. I tell you that in the same way there will be more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who do not need to repent. Okay, so this starts these three parables. The, right. The, the lost things, if yeah. you will. Mm -hmm. It's a trilogy. Mm -hmm. right. And it starts with one lost sheep, a lost coin, and a lost, lost son. Right. Now, there's some commonalities in each of these three. Number one, there's something precious that's been lost. Okay? There's concern over this thing that's been lost. Mm -hmm. There's a search is made. The item or the person is found, and then there's great rejoicing. Those are three, four common elements mm -hmm. of each of these short parables. Right. And again, these parables have drama. They, yeah. they are in story form, 
Jesus yeah. is, is, the, is such an incredible teacher. Yeah. He's given us like little diamonds here or mm-hmm. little precious rubies that, that reflect light. Mm-hmm. And they're tiny little things, mm-hmm. but they're beautiful in yeah. meaning. So it starts out. And what we're going to see here is that we're going to see the lost sheep, the lost coin, the lost son. Now, notice with the lost sheep, there's a hundred, right? And right. he loses one. What mm-hmm. percentage of loss was that? One percent. One percent. But with the sheep, yeah. I mean, with the coin, there's how many coins? Uh, let's see. There's there's coins. How many she lost lose? one? 10%. That's a loss of what? Ten yeah. percent. Right. But with the sons, right. how many sons are there? Uh, two. Fifty percent. Fifty percent. So there's an increase in value. Uh-huh. Right. We're going to see yeah. and an increase in value with each of these. Mm-hmm. So let's go to the shepherd. Uh, so he leaves. Why the sheep live? Here's the deal. It says in the scripture in Isaiah 53, all we like sheep are what? Gone astray. Yeah. <laughs> we, are, yeah. we, we all have sinned and come short of the glory. Yeah. We are a people that have, sh- uh, have strayed. Yeah. We've left the fold. We, you know, we're lost. Yeah. Uh, that's you know, that's the, the whole song with Amazing Grace. Once I was lost, right. yes. but now I'm found. Mm-hmm. And that's God's... But notice this the very important thing here, and that is to say, and of course the good shepherd, uh, we're going to see in a moment, is a clear reference to Jesus mm-hmm. himself. Mm-hmm. He calls himself the good shepherd mm-hmm. in John chapter 10. He, he is the good shepherd that lays down his life for his sheep. But notice the seeking nature. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a very important element in all three of these parables. Why? Because we serve a seeking God. Mm-hmm. What was God's first question in the Bible? Do you remember? Yeah. What? What, Adam, where are you? Adam, where are you? Yeah. He's, he's looking for Adam. Now, did God know where Adam was? Yes. Of course. Yes, he did. Absolutely. He wanted Adam to know where Adam yeah. was. Uh-huh. Okay. I should try that so, with my son. <laughs> the idea being God is a seeking God. Right. Okay. Yeah. Jesus says the Son of Man comes, Luke chapter 19, to what? Seek mm-hmm. and to save mm-hmm. that which was lost. And in these three parables, we're, see, we're seeing the seeking nature of God. Aren't you glad God is a seeking God? Heck yeah. I wouldn't yes. be Am here. I right? Yeah. All of us. I wouldn't He's be here. A seeking yeah. God. There's no way I'd and be that's, here. And that's his love. That's right. compassion. Yeah. You know, some of us, mm-hmm. we're so caught up in the modern day culture. I'm a self-made yes. man and self this and yeah. I'm going to pull up. You know... <laughs> We need God to search us out. Yes. And then he tells us to seek him. Yeah. When it, you seek me with all your heart. But the first and foremost thing we see here is God is a seeking God. Mm-hmm. Notice he leaves the 99. Mm-hmm. He finds what he's looking for, of course. And look, he puts it on his shoulders. Yeah. Isn't that good? Pure, just exhilaration. You know, that Why? he found him. What yeah. reason? I'm is. thinking about a football game where, you know, they put you on your shoulders when you just scored the touchdown. But that little leg Yeah, that same cheap. idea. <laughs> the legs of that sheep led him astray from the shepherd. Yeah. yeah. Now he's not going. Yeah. He's yeah. going to rely on the legs of the shepherd to get right. him back to the yeah. fold. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So now he brings him home, mm-hmm. and he said, "There's there's rejoicing," yeah. and he calls his. Uh, this is an important element right mm-hmm. here. See, all of three of these things left community. The sheep left mm-hmm. the, the hundred. Mm-hmm. The coin leaves the purse of the other nine coins, and the son left the family. One of the things Jesus does is not only to seek and to save us, but he puts us in community. Yes. Yeah. You see? Yeah. Just like this week, we met Leo Corey. We, but, but your church, your fellowship, your, yeah. he brings us into community. Yeah. You know, and my, I've been a believer now 40 years. And if I travel, like I was just down in Florida with a Latino mission conference, then I'll be in Philadelphia. But I'll be going to Thailand. But everywhere I go, you meet brothers and sisters in Christ yeah. and in yeah. some ways are closer to you sometime when unbelieving relatives or friends. Absolutely. Because you have a kindred yes. spirit. Absolutely. 
But I, mm-hmm. the older I get as a believer, the more I appreciate the fact that Jesus puts us in community. Yeah. Yes, he puts us absolutely. in Any thoughts on this one? Absolutely. It's, it's just amazing. Because just this week, the Lord manifests so much that I'm still processing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Isn't that something? Yeah. The Lord can 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 give something, manifest something so powerful that you're still, after the fact, yeah. you're still processing. Yeah. And it shows, he said, I am always with you. It, to the point where there he meets needs that we have no idea mm-hmm. how he could possibly meet them, mm-hmm. but they're already met. Mm-hmm. And when he tells us a parable or the, you take the nuggets and the results are usually so much more profound mm-hmm. than we can even mm-hmm. articulate mm-hmm. or even comprehend. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just so amazing for those who are listening and who are in a storm or in, yes. in a wilderness. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, John and David, we're, we're teaching these parables so that you can Go and find the deep nuggets and to learn about the mysteries mm-hmm. of the Lord because mm-hmm. He has everything available to us. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything. Right. It, you know, Wanda, in, in the spirit of that, um, that's exactly why we opened up with everything that's going around us right now. And that's where people get distracted. You know, it's the importance of God, as, as John said, is the stability of the Word. Yes. It doesn't change. His love for us doesn't change. And so I think these parables suggest even if we do drift off, um, he's there for us. You can come back at any time. And if you haven't even started the process, start today. Take the Lord as your Savior. Uh, Get somebody around you from your church, somebody that you trust that's a Christian, and start today. Don't get distracted to a point where you don't can get out of that black hole and you're just stuck there with the enemy continuing to put fear into your life and continuing to freeze you to paralyze you from doing something good you know one of the things that that i'm just going to throw this out it might be a little bit off but you know christ is alive he's not dead and so we have a choice we're invited to choose the life see i i set before you today life and prosperity death and destruction I set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Deuteronomy 30, 15, and 19. Mm. That's good, David. Very good. You know, um, just looking at this lost sheep, what does he have now that he didn't have when he was lost? Can you think of anything he he now has that he's back? What does he have? The shepherd or the the, the sheep, mm -hmm. the lost sheep. What does he have? Well, he, he has the love of his uh, he, his shepherd. He knows now in right? a really real way the love right. of the shepherd. Okay, anything else? Well, th- there's a huge trust connection now between the sheep and the shepherd. The sheep, you know, if they could think, and maybe they do, uh, I'd be thinking, man, this guy would come through the, you know, he would climb Mount Everest to get me. You know, right. that's the kind of love he has for me. You understand the love of God. Yes. You know, for God so mm-hmm. loved the world that right. he gave his only God. Right. So you have that. But also now protection yes. how was what what is a sheep yes. like out wandering around Absolutely. day and night in oh, those yeah. cliffs he's totally yeah. exposed yeah okay yeah number two he's got food yes you know green yeah. pasture mm-hmm. we have we study in this bible on a saturday morning when 20 years ago yeah. we would be home sleeping mm-hmm. you know, doing whatever mm-hmm. we're doing 
but now the word of God is nourishment to us. Yeah, it, it's more he's than got, that. He's yeah. got the companionship mm-hmm. of the fellow sheep now. Mm-hmm. He's going in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got all the. You're going to see, especially when you come to the prodigal son. We just don't get saved. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. We get so much more. Yeah. And I, I, I encourage Christians to look at this. Yeah. We and we should focus on our salvation. But there's so much so more much in our inheritance package. Go ahead. Go ahead and expand on that. Because well, I'm not I sure. To the okay. Okay. We'll hold off. Yeah. Yes, please, Wanda. Another piece that the sheep experienced was restoration. Mm. Mm. When you are in a fold and you never step out, you never know if a person will receive you again. Well, that's a good point, right? And that's an excellent point. Yeah. A level of restoration, yeah. forgiveness, just total mm-hmm. reconnection. Welcome home, right? Yes. Yeah. And you know yeah. Yeah. that for better, mm-hmm. this one is for me. Yeah, uh, that's un- a good point. unconditional love and and trust. And yeah. I, I, the only the only uh, thing that I've found that in in my life is is Christ. Right. Yes. And and now that I'm a Christian, you know, I know that that is true. Absolutely. And I didn't before because especially with people uh, come all of the sinful natures yes. of humans. Yes. And it is so hard to get that unconditional love. I struggle with it myself now that I'm a Christian. I still don't do it. I struggle with it every day depending on the circumstance. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. so many people who yeah. come up with different motives. But yeah. John said, God is a consistent mm-hmm. God mm-hmm. in changing times. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the way that the times are becoming more and more uncertain, yes. it is becoming a necessity mm-hmm. to have that consistency yeah. of the Lord. Absolutely. Amen to that. And believe oh, yeah. me, God will bring people to cross your path that need Absolutely. to hear that. Absolutely. Not that we're any great thing, Absolutely. but if we are resource people, Jesus says, if you'll abide in me and my word abides mm-hmm. in you, you will bear fruit. Yeah. Why? Because he's looking for willing vessels that can be filled with the Spirit of God and the Word of God mm-hmm. to touch out and reach mm-hmm. out Absolutely. to all these people yeah. that just, you know, I don't care, yeah. wealth, celebrity, whatever. Okay, so here we see uh, he, he calls mm-hmm. all Verse mm-hmm. six, he says, "Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost." I say to you, uh-huh. this is powerful. That likewise there will be more joy in heaven over what? One who sorry. won the Super Bowl? Who was elected president? <laughs> <laughs> who's the wealthiest guy in the world? Yeah. No, over what? One sinner. That makes news right. in heaven. That makes news in heaven. Wow. You know, That's and wow. what a privilege it is by God's grace to be the helpful in that process of leading one sinner. Absolutely. That's yeah. the greatest thing. I call it spiritual midwifery. Yeah. What yeah. you can deliver somebody into the presence of God through your testimony, through salvation, mm-hmm. that to know somehow the angels hear about that. Yeah. Uh, and that's why is it, why is this so important? What does Jesus say? What does it profit a man? Yes. He gains the whole world but what? Lose his soul. soul. Right. Whatever goes on in this world does not make news in heaven except mm-hmm. except when that soul comes to Christ. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's like a big billboard up there as a special house. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't figured that one out yet. Okay. So he says, I say to you likewise, you'll see this idea of joy mm-hmm. uh, is rather consistent in, the, in these three lost uh, parable illustrations. Okay. So then Wanda, if you would read uh, the woman with the lost coin and that's eight through 10, please. Absolutely. Either what woman having 10 pieces of silver, if she lose one piece, does not, light a candle sweep the house and seek diligently till she find it mm-hmm. and when she fi- has found it she calleth her friends 
and her neighbors together saying, Rejoice with me, mm-hmm. for I have found the peace which I had lost. Okay, so now you see these elements again. Possession in, in a group yeah. of some sort. You know, they're all mm-hmm. in a purse. And then it's lost. Mm-hmm. And then the search goes up forward. Right. Yeah. Again, the searching quality of God. And then we see the uh, it's found. And then this sense of rejoicing and yeah. rejoining the group or Absolutely. back in, in the... In the mm-hmm. treasure house, mm-hmm. so to speak. Mm-hmm. So let's look at a couple of things here. Number one, um, some scholars think that be- Jesus gave this trilogy or these three parables, uh, in, perhaps as a reflection. I don't want to press this too much of the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And what do I mean by mm-hmm. that? Well, we know from the shepherd. We're going to look. Jesus is that good shepherd. Uh, clearly, yes. he declares yeah. himself to be so Absolutely. in John chapter ten, and, and we know, of course, we're going to look at the parable of the lost son. Uh, that's a clear indication of God the Father, looking out, restoring, bringing home, all of these. So could is there anything that would indicate that this search, this woman's search for the lost coin is a type of the Holy Spirit? Well, perhaps. Why do I say that? Well, number one, it, it will say in 1 Corinthians that, that God has deep truths to them through his Spirit. For the Spirit searches mm-hmm. all things, yes, the deep things of right, God. That's right. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 10. Mm-hmm. It says in um, chapter 20 of Proverbs, verse 27, it says, The Spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord, searching mm-hmm. all the inner depths of his heart. So yeah. is the Holy Spirit this searching one? In a sense... Yeah, because why? When we come to Christ, what what is happening is there's an interaction of the Holy Spirit of God upon our heart. Yes. Usually it takes yeah. the Word of God, we heard it, we read it, and it's penetrating our heart. Yeah. You see, it's searching the deep thing. Absolutely. Could this be? Because it says here, lights a lamp, mm-hmm. uh, sweeps the house, there's that cleansing, mm-hmm. convicting, mm-hmm. searches carefully until she finds it. Mm-hmm. And when she is found, calls her friends, and they're similar to the lost sheep. Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Mm. Like again, he repeats. Likewise, I say to you, there's joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner repents. What I like about this is this silver coin. Mm-hmm. Now, do you remember when they tested Jesus about taxation? Remember what Jesus says yeah. to Peter? Give me a coin. Mm-hmm. He says, "Give me, a, give me." A, which tells me Jesus didn't carry money. Yeah. You know, right. there, there's, you know, this. He. No, think about this. There might be nothing that Jesus owned on this earth because he he was in a borrowed grave. He would say, foxes have holes, birds have nests, the Son of Man has no place to lay his head. Uh, Mm -hmm. The only thing he may have owned was that cloak he wore. And do you remember the centurions were going to cut it up? Because that was the soldiers were allowed to do that when they killed prisoners. They could take what they owned. Mm -hmm. But they said, no, 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 Mm -hmm. let's let's gamble for this and keep it in one piece. Do you remember why they wanted to keep it in one piece? Because of the value of the cloth. Why? Because of, uh, it, it was, I think it was the material, wasn't it? Was it was seamless. Yeah. Seamless. It was seamless, yeah. which means you can't find a beginning yeah. or an end to it. Yeah. yeah. Jesus right. is the Alpha and the Omega. He's the first and the last. Oh, wow. He's eternal. Can you wow. find a beginning or an end on a circle? Yeah. It's the only thing he owned. I don't know. I'm just saying, putting it out there. <laughs> but it's that idea that might have been the only thing he owned. Yeah. Even his grave was borrowed by yeah. Joseph of Arimathea, brand new grave. But I'm thinking maybe Joseph of Marimathea thinks, hey, I'll get it back in three days. Yeah. Just on a minor loan here. But here we see this lost coin. But Jesus says, give me a coin. Uh, And he says, whose image is on it? And he says, Caesar's. He says, render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and render to God the things that are God's. Well, this silver coin that Mm -hmm. this woman searched diligently for has an image on it. Mm -hmm. We are made in what? 
It transcends time. You mm-hmm. can tell this in China in the 15th century. You can tell it in Wall Street mm-hmm. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You can tell it at a men's Bible study yeah. in Southern California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can tell it in Car- because it has elements of drama mm-hmm. and people can identify. Mm-hmm. Right. Different, but it displays something of the love of God that is counter to any other religion that ever mm-hmm. graced the planet Earth mm-hmm. because it's going to show us something about mm-hmm. God. And so let's just launch into this a little bit. Um, Maybe, uh, one if you'd like to read verse 11 um, uh, through 14, please. Sure. This is, we're still in Luke. Uh, Luke chapter 11, uh, 15, verse 11. Okay. And he said, a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth to me. And he divided unto them his living. And not many days after, the younger said that all together, and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into his fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husks that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him. Okay, thank you, Wanda. Mm -hmm. So here he sets this up and this is is one of the gems of of all the parables. This this was very prominent. A certain man had two sons. Now study two sons in the scripture. Starting with Cain and Abel, mm-hmm. and when you go through the, you know, you'll you'll have uh, Cain and Abel, and then you'll have uh, Isaac and Ishmael, Jacob and Esau, and down through you'll see this uh, sibling rivalry yeah. often. Even David was the youngest, yeah. and he had the older brothers, mm-hmm. and you'll see this kind of Absalom. You'll see this kind of, but uh, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and often the second son is put in the position of favor, although the first son has the position of the uh, the, the inheritance, mm-hmm. if I will. Mm-hmm. But it indicates the first Adam is is of course, mm-hmm. but the second Adam in First Corinthians chapter uh, fifteen is Jesus. Right. So there's a very interesting kind of thing. But mm-hmm. always study the two sons mm-hmm. as it revealed in the scriptures. Yeah. And just like our nature, our firstborn, uh, we're natural and we're fallen. But when we're second born, when we're born of the Holy yes. Spirit. Uh, we have that new life oh, in Christ like that. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, That's yeah. why the old adage is, born once, die twice. Born twice, die once. Mm-hmm. In other words, if you're born only once, you're natural. Uh-huh. You die twice, your natural death and your separation Spirit. from God. Yeah. But if you're born twice, yeah. natural and spiritual, you only die once. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, these little whatever. Okay, so he says here, the, uh, the younger man said to his father, Father, give a portion of the goods that falls to me. What's he asking for here? His, his estate early. Yeah. When do you usually get an inheritance? After when your father, father passes. Yeah. Ah. So the father to him is his what? He's his money tree. He's as good as dead. Oh, yeah. wow. What I want yeah. was what you got. Yeah. 
yeah. and give it to me mm-hmm. now. You know why so many people get in trouble today, especially young people? I'm not just mm-hmm. saying young people. Is they want things that they're, aren't, they're not ready mm-hmm. for. Yeah. They're entitled. This man was yeah, entitled, entitled to this, but he yeah. wasn't ready for it. Yet. Right. He wasn't ready. He needed to be seasoned. Mm-hmm. He needed to grow. The father had to die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Give me a break. Yeah. So he says, give it to me. And the father gives it to him. Mm-hmm. He divided. Now, what the, the, going on here? Who should get the inheritance? He says, he says he he divided it to who? Verse twelve. He divided the younger one said, to "Father, give me my share of the estate." To so, them, right? Mm-hmm. So the older brother's getting it too, yeah. which is probably a lot more than the younger. Uh, the younger, it's to them. A lot of people mm-hmm. just think the younger one. Uh-huh. Not many days after, the younger man gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possession with prodigal. You know, I've always related to this because when I left home during the Vietnam War, I went to a far country. Yeah. Mm. If you look at a globe, you cannot go any further from Cleveland, mm-hmm. Ohio than Thailand. Wow. Wow. It's yeah. literally on the other side. It's 12 yes. hours difference. in the yes. And I was the prodigal. Mm. Wow. I just what it was, you know. Yeah. You know, yeah. Boast on that. I just was. I yeah. went to a far country. He wasted his possessions. with pro- Prodigal means wasteful. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine. Do you think he was planning on a Famine coming? Oh, no, of course. Not no. At all. Yeah. Here's the deal about sin. Sin will always take you farther than you wanted to go, and it'll mm-hmm. cost you more than you wanted to pay. Mm-hmm. It'll always take you farther mm-hmm. than you wanted to go and mm-hmm. make you pay more always. than you ever wanted. Always. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because one sin leads to another, leads to another, mm-hmm. leads to another, you see? Yeah. And th- he didn't think this was good. He just thought he was going to have a great old go time. Yeah. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of the country, and he sent him in to feed swine. Now, what does that say? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, you cannot yeah. get any lower right. in a Jewish culture yeah, yeah. than to, to, to be feeding the unclean yeah. like uh. this. And it says here, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with pods. That means what? He's like a pig. Yep. Yeah. See, this is what happens when we sin. Mm-hmm. All we do is satisfy our natural cravings, our base cravings. Mm-hmm. Hunger, this, that, just mm-hmm. drinking, all, just our base cravings. Mm-hmm. You know, Walt Disney based. Pinocchio on the prodigal son. Wow. Do you remember the story of yes, Pinocchio? Absolutely. It was a big classic story. But it, the, he's creative by Chapepo, the creator. He's in due with life. And he says, Don't do wrong. Be a good son. And he got the little cricket. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tell him to do good. Yeah. But he goes off. And remember, he goes off and meets these kind of guys in the carnival. And he gets more and more evil. Remember when he grows? Yeah. Ears. Ears. And he, he becomes like an animal. Yeah. But there's a redemptive story to there too. But I'm just saying this this storyline weaves through uh, literature. Mm-hmm. Believe me. Oh yeah. Uh, so he goes and he's he's eating pig's food. But notice this: no one gave him anything. Yeah. Mm. What he needed, no man could do. Absolutely. See, this is the problem with man today. Man knows he has spiritual hunger. He knows he has thirst but he doesn't know where to go to get the satisfaction yes Yes. excellent point dr phil can't help you no way this one tony robbins they might give you advice and motivation Mm -hmm. don't get me wrong but we have deep Mm -hmm. inner cravings Mm -hmm. that's why jesus says i am the true bread come down Mm -hmm. from heaven he can fulfill he says any man thirst let him come to me Mm -hmm. and i will quench that thirst you see yeah only he he can Fulfill yeah. these. That's why when a person genuinely comes to Christ mm-hmm. and has a transforming encounter with Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. they don't look any further. Mm-hmm. They don't think to themselves, "Now I'm going to get into Buddhism. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to check out the occult." Mm-hmm. Now, am I right? That's right? They might not Absolutely. stay close to Christ their whole mm-hmm. life, but they know 
than yeah. what they have that they're going to find somewhere else. Right. Absolutely. Any thoughts? <clears throat> yes, because the the one that they have come to, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, God is the one that created that vacuum, that space that would cause us to yearn for him. And so he is the author of that space. Right. That we And when we find him, it's a perfect fit. Yeah. Yeah. That St. Augustine says... That man's heart is 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 totally unsatisfied until he's filled with mm-hmm. with God. Uh, you see, yeah, and, and that that's only something that God can fill. Yep. Okay, yeah. and so He says, "Our hearts are restless, O Lord, until yeah. they find Indeed, yeah. and that's why man, all from the start, way back in human history, man has always had the sense there's more to this life mm-hmm. than this life. Yeah. It's called this sense of transcendence. Mm-hmm. We know there's more to this than that." But they don't know how to fill it. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. Yeah. So that we have these craving and this, this uh, unfulfilled. And man will look under every rock, every corner, do this, do that, try to do this, and not be satisfied. Yeah. yeah. So here this man is, and it says, "But I always like this verse, which says, no man gave him anything. Mm. No man can help him with this.' Mm-hmm. But now this. But when he came to himself, you see that verse. Yes. 17? Yeah. yeah. Some will say when he came to his senses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody that comes to Christ has this transitional moment. When they say to themselves, "What am I doing? Yeah, what, have I what done? am I doing here? What is my life yeah. about? What is my future?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. That see, before he was just living probably by the, the strength of his peer group mm-hmm. or the strength of his own uh, uh, appetites, mm-hmm. this way and that way. He, but every person must come to their senses and say, "What is life about?" Yeah. What am I, even Socrates said, "An unexamined life is not worth living." Mm-hmm. But at this point, he's going to take inventory, mm-hmm. and he says. He says he remembers his father. That's the key. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare? Remember when Jesus fed the 5,000? Yeah. Was there bread left over? Yeah. Yeah. He has bread to spare. (laughs) Yes. And I perish with hunger. Too many people are perishing with spiritual hunger today. I will arise and go to my... Notice he makes a plan here. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father... Now, notice what he's... He was rehearsing this mess. Father, I have sinned against you, uh, heaven and before you. Yes. In other words, he says, I sinned spiritually against my heavenly uh-huh. father. I've sinned against my natural father. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your servants. Mm-hmm. You see this little yes. speech he has for yeah. What is interesting mm-hmm. here, before when he talked to the father, his the, the critical verb was what? Give me. Yes. Yes. Now yeah. he says what? Make, Make me. me. Yeah. There's a big yeah. difference, yeah. okay? Yeah. Okay, that's what we want God to do for us. Transform us, oh Lord, by your Holy Spirit. He says, I'm no longer... So, now, verse 20, then it says, and he arose. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people are repentant, and a lot of people make great plans, mm-hmm. but what don't they do? They don't follow through. They don't follow through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have just stayed and just had this great plan, but never followed yes. through. But he got up. Now, look at this. This, this is very important. No, look at the verbs in verse 20. And he arose and came to his father, but he was still a great way off. His father saw him, mm-hmm. had compassion, ran, fell on his neck, and kissed him. Yeah. What verbs are involved with the father there? What's the first one? Well, ran. Before that. Oh, he had saw. compassion. He saw. Oh, it's saw. Oh, yeah. See, God is omnipresent. Mm-hmm. There's nothing hidden from him. Yeah. He saw me when I was a sinner. He saw me from afar yeah. off. He sees us. He's yes. lo- he's looking out. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody it even says, even the depths of Sheol yeah. Yeah. is there. He mm-hmm. sees. There's nothing hidden mm-hmm. to his eye. So he sees from afar off. But then what happens when he sees his son? 
is filled from with a great way. Yeah. yeah. Before that, it says the father saw him, had compassion, and what happens? Ran. 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 Yeah. It doesn't say the son is running. Right. Mm-hmm. But the father. Right. father now wow. this is a wealthy man, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mm-hmm. mean, that's mm-hmm. he's got a household, he's got service, he's mm-hmm. got wealth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I lived in culture in South in Asia, and the wealthy gem dealers and all that, they did not run. They didn't work. Matter of fact, the Chinese merchants, the they used to their fingernail. The last finger was real long, you know, and that was a sign of wealth. Why? Because it basically said, yeah, "I'm not going to break gonna my work. fingernails. Right. I'm not lifting bags." Right. And do it. Uh-huh. it was just uh-huh. in that culture, they didn't run. Mm-hmm. But you take one step towards God in true repentance, mm-hmm. He runs towards us. A broken and a contrite heart. What does it say? God in no wise will refuse. Yes. And here He is running, mm-hmm. but He just doesn't run to Him. He does what? He fell on His. Yeah. Threw his arms around him. Notice the proximity. Yeah. Yeah. The son was way once like this, way far apart. Mm-hmm. The yeah. father sees him from yeah. He runs, he keeps closing distance. Yeah. Yeah. And then he hugs him. Yeah. And then he kisses him. Yeah. Now, let me ask you in the natural, what do you think this kid looked like coming up that road? <laughs> what did he smell like? Absolutely. <laughs> oh my. He had nothing he was to in commend a himself yeah. right. to his father. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He destroyed the family name. Mm-hmm. He wasted yeah. family substance, yeah. the reputation. Mm-hmm. He was living with pigs. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. He was a disgrace. Mm-hmm. But the father ran. He hugged him. He had compassion. Mm-hmm. He kissed him. Yeah. That's God the Father. Oh, yeah. Though your Amen sins to that. be as scarlet, right. they shall be as white as snow. Mm-hmm. Though they be as crimson, mm-hmm. I shall make them as wool. Yeah. So here we see this. This is a powerful, powerful. image of God the Father. And he says... Um, Wow. Now notice what he says to the father and doesn't say from his speech. Verse 21, And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Yeah. Period. What doesn't the father let him say? That he had rehearsed. He's got half of it. What doesn't the father let him say? And he stops him there. Yeah. He doesn't allow to say, make me like one of your servants. Right. Why? Yeah. Because this has gone to worthy or worth. Mm. Mm. Our worth before our Father yeah. is not based on what we do, servanthood. Mm-hmm. It's based on who we are. Mm. You understand this? Yeah. We are not saved by works of righteousness. We're mm-hmm. saved by grace through faith. It's the love of the Father. Mm-hmm. He uh, will not allow him to say, make me a servant. Mm-hmm. See, most religions in the world, you've got to do stuff yeah, that's to approach point. God. Yeah, right. We don't approach God. Well, my meager good wow. deeds couldn't amount to a hill of beans. Wow. I need yeah. God's grace yeah. to be worthy in his sight. Right. That's the free gift. This, yeah. this is very important theology, what's going on here. Hmm. But he stops them, and look what he does here. Yeah. And he says, um, but, <clears throat> verse 22, the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe, not just a robe, but the best yeah. robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet. And bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this son of mine was what? Dead. Dead. Yeah. And is alive. Mm-hmm. He was lost and is found. Yeah. And they began to be so merry. Right. Notice this? He yeah. was dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does the Bible say? We are dead yes. mm-hmm. in our trespasses and mm-hmm. sins. And that's why I always say, Jesus did not die nice people nicer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus died on the cross and mm-hmm. rose from the grave to make dead people alive. Yes, mm-hmm. amen. And people yes. don't understand that. Absolutely. Right. All other religions give you good advice. Mm-hmm. Some of it's good morals. I'm not mm-hmm. knocking it. Mm-hmm. But Jesus is transformation. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't yeah. need good advice. I needed good sense. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, anyhow. But here's what I mean. We get more than just salvation. Yeah. This is a package. Look at number one, bring out the best robe. Right. Yeah. Well, what does it say in the book of Revelation? The saints of God are clothed with white robes that are what? Mm-hmm. Washed in the blood of the yeah. Lamb. We're covered. Wow. You understand? Yeah. That's why we have the right wedding robe on to mm-hmm. go to yeah. the great wedding. Mm-hmm. Study clothing all through the scripture. Even when Adam and Eve try to clothe themselves with big leaves and God clothed all yeah. through clothing is a very important but we are clothed with the Father clothed us with the best yeah. robe. You mm-hmm. understand? Mm-hmm. Um, and then it says uh, bring him bring him uh, put a ring on him. Well, a ring in that culture was a sign of authority because it often had a uh, a seal on it. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you know how we brand cattle, right? Well, yeah. the seal. If you were to do a document or yeah, where you close an envelope, you close it, you wax. put it on the clay, yeah, right? Uh-huh. That, that's a sign of uh-huh. power. Yeah. So not only are we we clothe with robe righteousness, we have power. Power to tread upon serpents and scorpions. Mm-hmm. Power. Mm-hmm. We have authority. Mm-hmm. You see, power we didn't have before yes. in the Holy yeah. Spirit. You right. know, a boldness yeah. to say, this is what God's Word mm-hmm. says. The whole world might laugh at you, but you can say, this is what God's Word says. Mm-hmm. So we've got power. Yeah. You know, and this is very important when I lived in Asia for so many years, because these people that are under bondage of mm-hmm. evil spirits and all this stuff are now free. Mm-hmm. That means a lot. So a ring often was more than wealth. It indicated authority. And then he says... Um, the other thing he wants to to give him is put a ring on and sandals on his feet. Well, yeah. sandals in Ephesians six it says, "Let your feet be shod with the preparation of the gospel." Now we got a purpose in life. Mm-hmm. We got a direction. We got mm-hmm. we got we got places to go, things to do. You know, mm-hmm. he's putting us on the right path. Why? Because servants, the lowest servants back then, didn't wear sandals. They mm-hmm. were running about the house and they were mm-hmm. doing all the, they they washed the feet. Of the uh, right. of those that were wealthy and the owners, but but sandals indicated a certain amount of authority. You know, and oh, that's why John that. the Baptist yeah. says, "What Jesus got, I'm not worthy even to unlatch even the strap of his sandal." Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. That's so here we got sandals on this mm-hmm. guy, on his feet, and bring the fatted calf and kill it, yep. and let us eat and be married. Fatted calf means the best calf. Right. In other words, the one yeah. you have fatted, you're getting ready for a great feast, like Thanksgiving mm-hmm. or something. In the receiving of this son back, there's the shedding of blood. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. The yeah. There's a shedding wow. of blood. Okay. And then he says, let us eat and be merry. And there's that whole idea of, of joy. Uh, the one thing that Christian faith gives us is joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, happiness is a different topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, happiness is dependent on circumstances. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? That's why we say happy birthday. Yes. Uh, happy New Year. Yes. Happy hour. Yes. You know, it's, it's a limited span of time yes. where people through the rights can be. But joy is different. Yeah. Yeah. Joy is like the pilot light in your soul yes. that the winds of life and circumstances can't blow out. Because you know Jesus will never yeah. leave you nor forsake you. It's the pilot light. We and, talked and we, about and, that. And the, yeah. and the greatest saints of God knew this joy. Mm-hmm. I've, I, again, I've met missionaries and people in very difficult ministries around the world. And they have a real joy. Yeah. It's almost kind of strange in a way. Mm. But they know they're gods and God is for them. And yes. they're doing the work of God. Mm-hmm. That's for all of us. Yeah. We can all cultivate that joy. And a, a person that has real joy is very attractive in a joyless world. Mm. Am I right? Yes. Absolutely. Think of people in your own lives yeah. that had joy. Yes. Maybe a grandmother. Maybe I see a that as the light. <clears throat> Especially yes. when you're a Christian. When you have joy and you have drama in your life and chaos, that's where people start to be attracted yes, to you. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and that, you're it's, right it's about that. Really I never right. thought.
that way, but you're absolutely right. Remember, you opened yeah. the program by talking mm-hmm. about the world is changing, yeah. there's anxiety, there's right. uncertainty. That, well, yeah, that's true. But can you have peace in the midst of that? Can we have joy? Yes. And one of the ways we can cultivate <clears throat> is by being around others. Absolutely. Because yes. when our joy is flawed, <clears throat> they can help pull us up. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, okay, uh, here we go. And so then it says, um, bring that fatty cap, kill it, let us be merry. For this son was dead and is alive again and was lost and now is found. And they begin, and they even, they get more, there's Mary is stressed again because it, right. this is his testimony. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That That's why the blind man in John chapter 9 would say, I don't know, but here's what I do know. Once I was blind, but now I see. Mm-hmm. And this is, again, what's unique about the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. All other religions give you good information. Yeah. Buddhism, Islam, mm-hmm. you know, and moral. Don't get drunk, don't commit adultery. But Jesus Christ gives you transformation. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he gives great information in teaching. We're studying his parables. That's right. But he's transforming. Mm-hmm. Yes. He turns the water into wine. Mm-hmm. Yes. He turns the storm into calm. Yes. Right. He turns the blind into sight, yes. the deaf into hearing, the mm-hmm. dead into living. Mm-hmm. Jesus is, Yes. He's not like other teachers. Yeah. You, get the, you get my drift here? Oh, yeah. Okay. So he says, uh, Absolutely. And so he called one of the servants. Uh, now, this is where. Now his older son was in the field, and he came and drew near to the house, and he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and said what this meant. Do you think he knows? He <laughs> might have an inkling of what's going on. If it was I, a real party going on, don't you think he would just go into the house? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But he stays out. Yeah. Mm. He now definitely remember, has how did this parable open? Who was inside the house? Well, he was in the house. Who was inside the house when this parable opened? It who was, was, who was Jesus eating with? He was eating. Oh, who was Jesus eating with? Who was he eating with? The the tax collectors, and the sinners. And the sinners right? Who's outside? That's very offended. Outside, literally outside the house, not eating the, the Pharisees. The, yes, Pharisees. the Pharisees and the self righteous, the elder brother. Yes. Got it. See how Jesus yeah. is turning this? Yes. He's, he's checkmating these guys. Yeah. It's beautiful yeah. what he's yeah, doing. It here. Is. So he's going. Okay. He says. So the elder. He says. <laughs> uh, and he says to him, "Your brother has come home." And because he has received him safe and sound, that's a good thing, isn't it? No, yeah, good to safe know when we're safe, right. we're safe mm-hmm. and uh-huh. sound. Yes. Um, your father has killed a fatted cat. What's the older brother's response in verse 28? Mm, he was angry. He's angry. Yeah. Everybody he refused else is to go angry. in. Right. Everybody else is happy. Mm-hmm. Mm. Can't we be happy when somebody else's life is blessed? Yeah. This is a big thing. Yes, yeah. it is. It's a lesson yeah. for Yeah, that we realize, hey, we were once sinners. You know, I mean, we were once lost. Mm -hmm. We should be, we should be extremely joyful Mm -hmm. when we see somebody come Mm -hmm. to Christ, even Mm -hmm. though they might still have some rough edges. He says he was angry, and he would not go in. Then, what does the father do in verse twenty-eight? So his father went out and pleaded with him. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. What is the father doing here? He's pleading with him to come He's in. He's going please. out the same way he went out for the for other the, side. Yeah. Yeah. What does this right. tell you about the father? Yeah, there's unconditional no love. He'll go after yeah. the sinner. He'll, he'll go, go after the hypocrite. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah. see this? Yep. Yeah, same, same. Man, wow. but only one responded to the father's invitation. And right. Grace. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he goes out. It, in my version, says, "Therefore, the father came out and pleaded with him." Mm-hmm. Did you ever say that? Mm-hmm. Think about the Holy Spirit. How it pleads. Convicts, yes. directs us even before we're saved. Yeah, yeah. He's, am I right? Yeah. Oh yeah, he's drawing us. We're <laughs> resisted. He's drawing us. He's yeah. drawing, he's pleading with us. <clears throat> so he answered and said to his father, "These many years I have been serving you. Notice what he says next. I have what 
never, never transgressed your commandment at any, at any time. time. Never? <laughs> What's his opinion of himself? Yeah. Pretty high. Come on. Yeah. Absolutely. Never? Yeah. Never committed yeah. a sin. Yeah. He's got a really... But he's got the worst sin of all. Yeah. Pride. Yeah. Self-righteousness. Entitlement, too. He has entitlement, too. Yeah. He, yeah. he says, I served you, and I never transgressed. <clears throat> right. And yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as... Notice what he says here. But as soon as what? My brother? Thy son. Your son. Mm-hmm. Wow. He doesn't say my brother. Yeah. Was this why the younger brother left in the first place? He never felt the love of his mm-hmm. older brother at home? Probably. Don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He says, but as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with harlots. Did it say he was... It didn't say. It just said he wasted his... It doesn't say yeah. about the harlots. So one thing about the self-righteous... They'll they always focus on your sins. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> or or make up stuff if they're right. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. Always beware of people who point out yeah. your yeah. sins yeah. and not your own. Absolutely. I've never. I've never. I can't believe true. how that forgets. Yeah. Okay. A, a true yeah. saint of God is always going to focus on their yeah. own Absolutely. sinfulness. Absolutely. Yeah. But, the, but he's like saying here, oh, by the way, mm-hmm. maybe he didn't know, mm-hmm. but he was hanging out with the harlots too mm-hmm. here. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, like I do. Mm-hmm. And uh, and you killed a cat calf for him. And then the father said to him, "Son, notice he still says, yeah. mm-hmm. you are always with me. Mm-hmm. How tender! And all that I have is yours. Again, this inheritance. Mm-hmm. You understand? You yeah. already got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, this is the deal. To get an inheritance, two things have to happen in the natural world today. Mm-hmm. Number one, somebody has to die. Number two, you have to be written into mm-hmm. the will. So when we as believers, somebody died for us. Jesus Christ, his blood was shed for us. But we're written into the will. Yes, we are. Our problem is we yeah. haven't read the will. Right. We don't understand yeah. what no, we have in Christ Jesus. It, but but unlike, <laughs> this, unlike this in the human element, we're all in the will. If we choose to be, regardless of creed, race, Location, mm-hmm. and I well, think if, that's the important part. Well, if you that. come under right. the blood, of, if you receive your inheritance, right. everyone has mm-hmm. come to Christ Jesus. It says we 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 are heirs of yes. salvation. Right, right. we we yeah. have this rich inheritance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our problem is, us as believers, because we don't read mm-hmm. the will, yeah. we don't understand the full uh, bounty mm-hmm. yeah. that He's given us more than salvation. Now, salvation is enough. Don't get me wrong, but He's given us peace that passes all understanding. Joy unspeakable, right. the power to go into <clears throat> presence in prayer. He says you have not because you ask not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, we've got fellowship with other believers. He, he wants to give mm-hmm. us creative ideas. He wants to open doors for You know, he's building a home for us in heaven. On and on. I could go all after, you know, mm-hmm. outward, mm-hmm. showing up what we got. But if we just live, mm-hmm. once I was lost, now I'm saved. That's, that's great. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more. Do you understand? Yes. There's so much yes. more. So it's much a little more. like this. You buy one of the best cars mm-hmm. in the market today. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I mean, a high-class BMW or Mercedes, mm-hmm. but you never take the owner's mm-hmm. manual mm-hmm. out and read. Yeah. Well, you might put the key in and drive and mm-hmm. you don't know how mm-hmm. to fill it, but you don't realize, hey, you got stereophonic sound system, mm-hmm. you got heated seats mm-hmm. here, you got GPS system, you got this, you got that, but you never mm-hmm. read it. Yeah. It's still going to get you from point A right. to point yeah. B. Right. It's just like salvation. You know, you, you know mm-hmm. Praise the Lord for salvation, mm-hmm. but there's so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think one of the things we want this radio show to do is to, to, to we can go into that yeah yes. to, to look at what, yeah so this this is where it's going to end we'll start wrapping the show up here um, and he said son you are always with me and all look at that all that I have is yours yeah it was right 
that we should make Mary and be glad for your brother. See, he's trying mm -hmm. to restore relationships yeah. here. Yeah. Your brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. And in a sense, he's turning it, this back on the uh, self-righteous Pharisees. Yes. Mm -hmm. He's basically saying, come on into the house. Absolutely. Come on into the house. Yeah. You're no better than these sinners. Yes. But we're having a good time in the house. Absolutely. So on that. Yes. Um, we didn't even have a song. You know, <laughs> it's <laughs> it's so good. Where did the time uh, go? So that's the story and then yeah. we'll pick up on these parables. There's some other topics we have coming up plus some special guests uh, in the near future. But Wanda or David, did you have any closing thoughts on this? No. You know, yeah, actually, you know, when you look at these parables, what, what struck me too and what you were saying, John, is, is the listeners out there, if you feel that uh, you're too sinful that God cannot come into your life. You know, there's no way to get to him. Absolutely. We hope that uh, the way John depicted these parables mm -hmm. and the way we hope uh, uh, you heard them is that anybody can come for these blessings. Mm -hmm. Anybody, mm -hmm. regardless of what you've done, regardless of how you feel, regardless of the pitch you're in. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of this. I, I, you know, I said to John in the car, I shouldn't even be sitting next to you in this mm -hmm. in this station based on, you know, who I was in the past and everything else. But I'm here. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you the only way you can do it is you can't be paralyzed. You have to move. And one of the things that he said to me uh, after the market crash is he said, you know, David, I can't help you if you don't move. Mm -hmm. So I, I would tell you the, the, the thing is, even though he'll be coming for you, he wants you to walk to him. Mm -hmm. and, and that is a very important thing. And the way you do that is you get in the word, you learn about it, uh, you start by creating other disciples, but you just got to get in the word yeah. and find people to help you. Mm -hmm. Wanda? Two things, very quickly. We have one minute. One for those who are listening, you are not too far. Jesus loves you. No matter what you're going through, he is the answer, period. Find your way to him. And, and if, if, if nothing else, we say we're here every week. Reach out to John Murtha. He is here. He can answer any of your questions. He will pray. We will pray with you. Jesus is your answer. You can come from where you are and you can live the abundant life. And secondly, this week, uh, John Murtha had a birthday on this week, mm -hmm. and from the management yes. and staff of WNZN, we want to say happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Thanks John, and many, 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 many more. Thank you. Thank you for who you are. Thank you for being a blessing to us. Thank you for being a blessing to the nations. Thank you for promoting the kingdom, and God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, Wanda. Thank you, David. <laughs> Thanks, just Jen. More, Thanks, just, Wanda. Just a little thought on birthdays. Always remember, the more birthdays you have, the longer you live. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you. Have a great week. <laughs>